Hey, I'm Crystal, a certified life coach and mom of four. In this podcast, we combine radical connection and positive parenting theories with the how-to, life coaching tools and mindset work to completely transform our relationship with our children. Join me on my journey, unleash your inner parenting expert, and become the mother you've always wanted to be. Make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast and rate this podcast on Apple and check out my transformative monthly membership for moms in the show notes. and welcome to today's podcast episode, How Doing Our Own Inner Work Changes the Game with Stephanie Lopez. Stephanie is a mom of two beautiful girls, Annabella and Sophia. She worked at NASA for eight years as an organizational psychologist and coach. She holds a doctorate in organizational psychology and is also a licensed human element practitioner and brain-based coach. Stephanie guides women in all stages of motherhood and helps them rediscover themselves. Her passion lies in helping moms ditch perfectionism and and people-pleasing, be more true to themselves, and feel more calm, confident, and at ease. Hey, Stephanie, thanks for being here today. Hi, thank you for having me on, Crystal. I am really excited. Um, Stephanie, I met over Instagram and we've never seen each other until today. <laughs> never well, in real life. Instagram. <laughs> never yeah. in real life. So this is exciting. Um, I feel like I know you because I've, you know, been connecting with you on Instagram for a long time now. So <laughs> I, agree. I feel like I know a little bit about you and what you do. Um, but I'd love for you to tell us um what is it that you do now and then also kind of how you got started doing this, what your kind of path yeah. was. Okay, so right now I work with high achieving moms um, to help guide them through self discovery. And what the heck does that mean? I was just going to ask you, what is high achieving mom and what is self discovery? Tell us about that. <laughs> so I tend to work with perfectionist type A's um, who find themselves, um, you know, wanting to be perfect, do all the things, and people pleasing, and then feel, you know, frustrated and overwhelmed and have emotions that they don't know how to cope with. So I, I, you know, I guide them in understanding all of that better so that they can, you know, drop defense mechanisms, you know, understand what's happening for them and show up basically as the woman that they want to be. I love that. I love that. I think that a lot of people can relate to that perfectionist wanting everything to look really good and to be, you know, well put together and a clean house and all these things, and then feeling so overwhelmed with having all those expectations. Um, what, how long have you been doing this for? Cause I know you've had some other, some other careers in the past. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. Okay. So I have been doing this business. Let's see. I very, I, I first started this business June, 2020 is when I like started my Instagram page and yep. got things off the ground. And before that, and even when I started, I was working as an organizational psychologist at NASA. So I was there for eight years and I coached everyone from supervisors to executives on actually the very same things same that I'm thing. coaching moms. Yes, <laughs> yes. I love and it because we all deal with the same stuff. I love that. We do, we absolutely do. And my role there was broader, but I realized, oh, this piece of it is what I love. And then I just started dreaming. I was like, what if I worked with moms who could impact their children's lives? And then I can, you know, help impact 
generations through them. And I just felt so empowered and excited thinking about the possibilities that way, that in January 2021, I decided to leave NASA and focus completely on this. Wow. Wow. That is, that is incredible because I, when I think of like working at NASA, I'm like, that's like a dream career, right? It just sounds so amazing. And, um, but I love your passion and I love your why. I feel like we share that why. And that like, when, when the mom changes, everything else changes, right? It's like a domino effect. And so I, I love how we can help not only the mom, but the kids and then their kids and then their kids. And it helps, Mm -hmm. it helps heal generations. So it's a, it's an also a dream job. <laughs> it is. It is. It, I am um, originally, honestly, I did not think I was going to leave NASA. I loved it. And it, it is an incredible place to work. And I just knew like in my heart that I was supposed to be doing more. And so I, I took that leap of faith. It took a lot of courage. Yeah, I had to be really no brave. Um, And what helped is um, the people that I work with, they said, you can come back whenever. So I was like, okay, I'm leaving on excellent terms. It's like a soft (laughs) landing. Yes. (laughs) Oh, I love that. And so now the people that you work with, have they mostly come from where you were working, like referrals from from when you were working at NASA? Or do you just kind of coach anybody from anywhere all over the place? Yeah, coach people from anybody from anywhere. Um, Most of my clients I've found through social media, actually. And then some um, have been people that I knew in in different parts of my life, whether it was college um, or even high school, have become some of my clients, which is, is feels pretty neat. I love that. I love that. And what do you notice? Like when you say, you know, perfectionist and people pleasing, what does that actually look like day to day for one of your clients or for maybe this used to be you or whatever? How does that kind of manifest in their life? Mm -hmm. Like paint that picture. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you said perfectionism and people pleasing. Yeah. Or high achieving, like kind of what, what you imagine the people is that you help, like, what does that actually look like day to day? Yeah. So, so they tend to be high control, wanting things to be a certain way and tend to also end up controlling their emotions, which Mm -hmm. actually has negative impacts. I know, you know, but maybe the people that are listening don't and the people pleasing, they're not honoring themselves. So they're not saying no when they want to, they are not holding boundaries that they want. They're doing things that they end up feeling resentful for. Uh, These are, you know, some of the things that people are struggling with. Also, a lot of my clients have a a low level of anxiety that they're dealing with every single day. Mm. And they're able to release that through the work that we do together. Okay. I love that. Can you tell us a little bit about the work that you do together? Like, what is that kind of, I like to call it like our inner work or whatever. What does that inner work look like? Yeah. So I have a proven process called the brave method and it has five parts. And basically I'll I'll just high level walk you through through each part. And then if you have questions, let me know. Yeah. So the first part, I work with them to understand what is the purpose of emotions? Why are they there? How can we use them as data? How can we work with them and not against them? Mm -hmm. And then the second part, I teach them 
um, basically how to get in tune with something called the observational self so that they can ride the emotional waves rather than, you know, fighting against them and trying to control them, trying to make them stop. And I also teach them about like what our brain does on autopilot, because I have found that so many of my clients beat themselves up for things that their brains do automatically. Yes. For instance, our one of the five common or five pr- primary processes of the brain is to compare. But so many moms are like getting down on themselves for comparing. For I'm comparing, like, yeah. It's okay. Like that's what your brain does. It's just when you say, oh, my brain did this and that's the truth then that's where we get into trouble. Right. Like I I believe that it's true that I'm not as good as this other Instagram mom. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So that's the second part. The third part is probably my most favorite because for me, it completely changed the game for, for that, for me. So, um, I teach them about defense mechanisms and, I have found that people have a very uh, narrow definition of what a defense mechanism is. So I expand that and I help them see how often they are actually using defense mechanisms, why they're using defense mechanisms and how to recover um, from using them and not, and, you know, not be defensive as often. And the fourth part, if I'm going into too much detail, let me no, know. That's, I love it. Yeah. Okay. The fourth part is where we get down to the root cause. So I find all the time that my clients over the years, they're just addressing the symptoms of all of their issues. And so until we deal with the insecurities, they're going to keep on coming back. So that's what I focus on in the f- fourth part of my model. And then the last part is really helping them become more self-accepting and bring more self-compassion rather than being so critical of themselves. And I give them a a few key things that they can do every single day to create more of that in their life. I love this. I love the practical like tools and then the practical application. Because I think that sometimes people are like, okay, what does coaching actually look like? Like, how is this going to help me? Like, it kind of seems a little bit like fluffy or woo woo, but like Mm -hmm. there's actual steps, right? Like there's steps, right? (laughs) That you can go through and like, there's stuff you can do to feel better. So take me through like, so I imagine that I'm like your client and now I've gone through this whole method. You kind of explained what I felt like before. Um, what do things look like now? Like for clients Mm -hmm. that you've had in the past, how does that change their life? Mm. And this is the incredible part to me. It just really makes me smile thinking about it. I hear so many different things, but the most common one is I feel confident. I feel at ease. I feel lighter. Like one of my recent clients said, like she felt like she had bricks lifted off of her shoulders. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel at peace. I feel less defensive, you know, um, less anxious, calmer. Those are the things that I hear most often. I love that. And mm-hmm. um, how does that play into their life then? Like in their, do you notice like changing in their relationships or parenting or like, how does that play out? Yes. Um, my clients have shared with me that they see improvements in parenting, in their relationship with their spouse, their mother at work. One of my clients 
last week, she told me that she just got a $10,000 raise because of how she has been showing up at work, how different. Yeah. So I was just so, so pleased to hear that. Yeah. Okay. I love that because I think a lot of times people come and are like, okay, I need help with parenting or I need help with like my husband or I need help with achieving this goal. But really deep down, like it's really us, like it's us doing our own work that helps us to then get moved to that space of like being light. When we have a better relationship with ourselves, everything else, like a $10,000 raise. How amazing is that? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, good. Okay. Tell us a little bit about your inner work then. What does that look like for you? Like now that you've kind of done it, Mm -hmm. what kinds of things do you do to kind of maintain your own inner work? Mm, okay. So not historically, but what am I doing now? Yeah. Well, yeah. both actually. I both? think both would okay. be great. <clears throat> so I'll I'll start in childhood. I was a perfectionist. So I'm a recovering perfectionist now. Um, high achiever as well. And I did not learn skills to cope with my emotions, to cope with difficult situations. I was raised in a home and not ideal, you know, there was, you know, yelling and a little, you know, violence and and things like that. And, um, I felt like broken and I don't know if that resonates with people or how many people can relate to that, but I really did. I felt like I would have these emotional explosions essentially um, after being what my mom would say, oh, you're, you know, you're perfect except, you know, for three months and then you explode. And I was like, like, what, like, why can't I get it together? Why can't I figure this out? Um, and so I, you know, I, I didn't really know what to do. I was like, maybe I need to go to like therapy for anger issues or something. Mm -hmm. I'm not really sure what my problem is. And nothing that I tried helped until actually I started, when I started working at NASA, by coincidence, all these people started recommending that I go to this workshop that they have once a year. It's called the human element. And I went to it and it changed my life. It changed the way that I looked at everything, the way that I saw myself. It made me realize like uh, it, whatever is bugging me about other people, it's about me. And I can address that. Like yes. I learned all these key tools and um, still, even though it shifted my perspective and changed my life and was eye-opening, I still found myself struggling for the next year. Like, like okay, I, I know all these things, but I don't know what to do with it. And I kind of wish I didn't know almost, which is weird, but yeah, I want to admit that because it's true. Yeah. And then I got a coach who was trained in the human element and familiar with guiding people through the inner work. And it was then that everything shifted because she showed me, like she kind of, she basically held my hand and took me through the rough times and showed me like, this is how you apply it. And and this is what it looks like day to day. Um, I love that because it is really our own, like we have to all go through that journey, don't we? Like we have to, figure that out for ourselves. I can so relate to what you said. Like, mm-hmm. um, I think that most of us were raised in homes. I know I say this all the time that we're more authoritarian, which yes. ended up shaming our emotions, right? Like it's yes. not okay to yell. It's not okay to cry. It's not okay to do all of these things. And mm-hmm. so the approach that I teach in parenting is, is the opposite of that, but that's not how I was raised. And that's not how most of us were. And so no. a lot of the times we can grow up feeling like, 
I don't know, like there's something wrong with me here. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know what's going on. And it's helpful to hear other people say that and to feel that validation of like, okay, wait, maybe I'm not broken. Maybe this is how most of us kind of are and then figure it out. Yeah. Yep. Everything that you said, shame that I felt a lot of shame Mm -hmm. and authoritarian. Absolutely. Yeah. That word didn't come to mind for me, but that yes. Yeah, totally. Mm -hmm. Is that so, Mm -hmm. um, Tell me then now, now that you've kind of gone through this, your own transformation and your own process of using this method to heal yourself and do your inner work, how do you keep up on it? Like we all, like you said, like we all have this human brain, right? So it's going to like compare and it's going to, you know, explode and it's going to do all these things. So how do you maintain that? Yeah. Um, Okay. Let's see. Cause I I feel like I do a lot. (laughs) So I'm like going to, okay, this is kind of neat. Uh, every time I'm taking a cohort through my program, I find that like I'm taking myself through it. So it constantly keeps me refreshed yeah. on all the skills that I'm teaching. Um, for instance, we're we're in like week three right now. And the, the first week is all about like allowing yourself to fully feel your feelings. In that week, I had so many emotions coming <laughs> up. And then I was like trying to like push them down. And I'm like, no, I don't want to be sad. And then they kept coming up. And I'm like, no, no, yeah. no. And I'm like, oh, okay. I see what's happening here. <laughs> yeah. You're wait. I'm, yeah. I'm teaching the same thing and going through it. I find that way every day. I'm like, oh, yes. wait. Oh, yeah. This is what I'm teaching right now. Yep. Yep. So, um, and okay, so that's, that's one piece. And then I'm always doing personal development. So right now I'm in uh, my own course where we're doing, um, she approaches like the inner work a little bit differently than I do, but it's giving me new insights and validating some of the things that I already do. And I like doing that so that I can continue to improve myself for my own family Mm -hmm. and also to help my clients. Um, you know, even more than I already am today. And then some basic things that I do probably like um, five out of seven days of the week, I do a gratitude practice and -hmm. affirmations and journaling. And it just helps keep me more centered in the journaling. I just take a, a bit of a different approach every day when I do it, whatever I need, if it's like to release emotions, to feel my emotions, to help manifest things that I want in my life, whatever it is. Um, I think those, those are the the main things. Yeah, that is a lot. I love that. Um, I think that most coaches that I've talked to do that, do that same thing of like always kind of growing ourselves. I think I'm always in some sort of a program or reading some book or taking a course because it really does help us continuously do our inner work. And I think there's always like another kind of level of belief of like, oh, maybe there's this thing over here that I can work on that I didn't really notice was there. Let's go there. Mm -hmm. Um, And so now I see those challenges that pop up instead of being like blocks and like, oh, now I'm stuck here as like, oh, here's another way that I can use mm-hmm. my knowledge, you know, to grow in a different way. Yeah. So I, I think you're of, always doing that. Thank you. I think of this like self-awareness work as a staircase that has no top. So just because yeah. I've been doing it for so many years, there's still more for me to discover about what's driving my behavior and the way that I'm showing up and the things that I feel triggered by. So I think it's so important to, it's a journey, right? Yeah, it is. And I think that 
And it's not always a linear journey. I think that we always think like, we're just going to keep growing. And then we end up like finding ourselves back somewhere and being like, wait, I thought I already learned this lesson. I thought I already- I could talk about this too. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Okay, so so I'll share. Oh yeah, I love that you mentioned that because um, I historically would catastrophize about things. Mm -hmm. um, And I've worked a lot on it. And I was like, this is like really not an issue for me. And then I opened the business. <laughs> oh, holy moly. Am I catastrophizing on a regular basis? Like she is so loud. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Talking to her yes. like, like, okay, sweetie, it's, it's all right. We're going to get through this. <laughs> yes. I love that you like talk to her that way. Cause I do the same thing. I like, sometimes I'm like, I'm just going to name her this like inner yes. mean girl. That's like, ah, or like the freaking out you know, thoughts that we have. Um, but I'm, I'm the, one of the courses I'm taking right now is through Brene Brown. And she talks about how learning is like, is cyclical, right? We go through, it's not, it's not this like path that we think like, okay, we've achieved this and now we're on to the next thing. And it's always like circling back and relearning. And I think of it almost like an onion, like we're like peeling back the layers and like, there's more layers And I can totally relate to that. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm good. Like things are going well. And then I move into some other role or do some other thing that I haven't done before yet. Even this podcast, when I first launched this podcast, I was like, oh, like this is freaky. And now that I, you know, not feeling as uncomfortable about it, there's other areas in my life that, that it pops up again. I think we're just, it's like, we sometimes expect that we'll get to a point where we don't have our human brain anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll always be happy and things will always be lovely and like butterflies. And then we're like, oh no, wait, we still, we still keep yep. our human brain no matter what step of the journey <laughs> we're on. I agree. I totally agree. I love it. Um, thank you for sharing about your journey. I love how you kind of did this work on your own first and how mm-hmm. you're continuously doing this work. Like I think mm-hmm. we all go through that thinking like, well, I should be farther. Or I shouldn't have these you know, thoughts and feelings. Well, we all do. Even, do. even us that are doing our work regularly, it, it pops up. Um, so if there's a mom that's listening, that's maybe struggling with these same things, perfectionism and people pleasing, and doesn't really know how to say no, or, you know, kind of sees themselves in this journey that we kind of painted for them. Um, what is one tip that you would give them if they were listening to data to, to really help? Hmm. I want to give a good tip. <laughs> There's so many tips. There's so, you There's can give more so than one many. if you want. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So the, the, two, I'll give two. The first, I, I think I kind of already mentioned, but emotions are tied to data. So a lot of times emotions are viewed as a nuisance or as like, I wish I didn't have these things, but it's actually your body's way of telling you, of sending you a message of what you need and what you desire. So um, tune into the message that is being sent by your emotions. And the second tip that I would give is if you find that you have a low level anxiety all the time, that may be a sign that you are not allowing yourself to feel your feelings. You're not allowing yourself to get through that full emotional cycle. And unfortunately, when you cut off the emotional cycle, the anxiety comes and it has the opposite impact. You want it to go away. The way to get it to go away is to feel it. Yeah, exactly. Anxiety is like the resistance 
right? It's mm-hmm. the resistance of whatever emotion is there. And when we're like, oh, this is a problem. I don't want to feel this and then push away more then we feel more anxiety. And then sometimes we feel judgment about the anxiety that we're feeling and like yes. self-doubt about how we should deal with the anxiety about the confusion about the whatever, right? We just yes. keep on adding these layers. And then we're like, why is this such a big problem? Instead of like just feeling that initial feeling of like what's underneath this anxiety. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just going to be a blip if you allow it to be. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. so good. It's just going to be a blip if you allow it to be. Okay. I think that that's a perfect way to end. I just love what you just wrapped up with. And um, why don't you tell us a little bit about how you work with people and how people can connect with you. And for those of you that are listening, if you scroll down and look at the show notes, I will have all of these social links in the show notes as well. Thank you, Chris. So I'm so glad that you had me on today. Um, they can You can find me on Instagram at best.self.mama. I'm, that's where I hang out most. And if you're looking for tips on regulating your emotions, shifting your mindset, or even communicating more effectively, then I have a free guide at brave-method.com that you can download. Awesome. I will have the links to those. Um, And thank you for being on here and sharing a little bit about your journey and your inner work and how we can kind of be inspired to do our own as well. I think it was really helpful. Thank you. I appreciate you. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Make sure that you give it five stars on Apple and check out my monthly membership for moms in the show notes.